Hey, Buzzheads, welcome to the 70s Buzz Podcast. I'm Curtis Tucker. And I'm Todd Wheeler, bringing you our memories, or lack thereof, of growing up in the 70s. We are not a history podcast. We just want you guys to know that. Sometimes we get things wrong, and if you listen to us long enough, you're going to be screaming at your device trying to give us the right answers. Listen up as we recount growing up in the Midwest and our unique experience. Go to 70sbuzz.com for more info and leave us your thoughts. Let us know if you guys have any show ideas, if you'd like us to uh, get you on as an advertiser. And don't forget, please leave us reviews on your favorite podcasting apps. There, now it's going. Is it going? We got that there, that there device <laughs> records these, these pictures. These pictures? One, one, pic- after, one after each other, and then they show them real quick, like I, it's I, called a motion picture. I remember when uh, the first time I... One, one first time I had a, a video camera, you know, the big ones, and I was pointing at my dad, and he was just waving. He wasn't saying anything. Dad, you could talk. He goes, you can hear me? <laughs> yeah, it's a talkie. It's a talkie. It's a motion motion picture. Motion yeah. picture. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think that's what I told him back then. I said, yeah, it's a talkie. That way he could relate, you know, because he's an old, the old one. Somebody answered that phone. Hey, guess what? Uh, What? It's time for the 70s Buzz Podcast. It is. Welcome to another episode of us uh, 70s Buzz Guys. Uh, we're hanging out here doing another show. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, I guess I better put my notes on that show because I got them <laughs> on the other show. Oh, well, we can do the other show at the same time. Yep. Hey, we can try to do that. No, it'd be too tough. Uh, yeah. yeah. That'd be a mess. It's already, it's already confusing enough as it is. Yeah. Everybody's like, where are you going? Are you leaving? Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye, Facebookers. But no, we're not really goodbye. See, we're still here. You can still hear us. Hello, Facebook. Can you hear us? But see, this one isn't for Facebook. This is the 70s buzz. Oh, podcast. shoot. I keep getting them mixed up. <laughs> yeah, so our <laughs> well, audience doesn't care about Facebook. Oh, well, why are you taking a picture then? Just a little intro, just to say we did the 70s buzz tonight. Oh, okay. <clears throat> for uh, for some, some gram or... Oh. I, who knows? I don't know. I just take video randomly now. Who knows? Put it on uh, Pausacast, Instacrud. There uh, you go. Yeah. Trick Track, Star what, Trek. What did we do last week? What was her last week? Oh, 75. 75. Yeah. Yes. Didn't get a whole lot of comments uh, this last week. No, actually. So I don't, don't have a lot of stuff to share with you guys. Uh, I don't. I Which don't. I guess, you know, there wasn't a whole lot to probably for you guys out there listening to talk about. We had a lot of listeners. I mean, a lot of people downloaded the episode. Yeah, um, it was actually a pretty good week last week. Yeah, just didn't have a lot of uh, comments, emails. You guys can uh, leave text or call 580-541-3805. That is a hotline here at the 70s Buzz Podcast. Or when you're hot, you're hot. Buzz at buzzheadmedia.com. Or hit us up on all of those social media things. And I think a couple of you are following me on Twitter. You guys, uh, you can go to twitter.com Twitter. slash hardly know her. at Enid Buzz. <laughs> and you can do uh, follow Toddly over there. He's still TikToking. Yeah. Toddzilla1963. Toddzilla1963. Yeah. So you guys hit us up with your account so we can refollow you. Yeah. I like good stuff. Let me see. Make sure there's not a f- something on. Uh, did you check Facebook? Is there any messages on Facebook? I usually see notifications. I didn't see any, but I could have missed some. But, I, these so. pages are kind of hard to, 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 to navigate. For well, me. if my business is <clears throat> social media with several different kinds. Of, so I, I monitor so many, there's no way I can read them all. So I, I do it. I read what I can, and the rest goes by the wayside. Well, 
Well. So anyway, uh, but we are so glad you guys are back with us again. Go ahead and continue to send us all of your show ideas. And please leave us comments, subscribe on iTunes or what other podcasting platform you're listening to us on. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah. I wonder if Randy Farino's is still listening. Are you still listening, Randy? Let us know. Yeah. He was listening. He commented back in October of last year. He said he had to drive to L.A. recently and was looking for something to listen to. Found our podcast. You're so right about wanting to, to yell at you when you were struggling with your memory and stuff. But it was awesome. Thanks for doing what you do. Yeah. Good deal. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. And I don't know if I've mentioned it on here or not, but I'm kind of slowly... Slowly, slowly. <laughs> don't get in a hurry now. Um, don't, don't get in a hurry telling us what you're slowly doing. How do I want to say that? I'm, oh. I'm creating a friendship with, uh-huh. with the douche. Oh, the douche? Danny? Yeah. So I have a feeling. Daniel? I kind of have a feeling. We, douche may be our first, like, superstar. Superstar. Superstar guest. We'll see. Yeah. I just stuck my fingers in the water. And then he did, and did that. <laughs> you got you to smell it. Superstar. Dude, my microphone smells funny. <laughs> oh, I see why. <laughs> that was a terrible laugh. <laughs> People are so bored right now. They're like, what the hell? They, Get on with the show. Uh, do you, hang on. Maybe they just like listening to us. I don't think they do. Because there's a couple of podcasts I listen to. And yeah. I'm like, would you guys shut up and just get on with the show? And then we do. Then I sit here and do this. And I shouldn't do that. So what are we talking about tonight, Mr. Wheeler? Oh, he, comedians! He has, comedians. He, that's yeah. why. That's why I was laughing at your your microphone because it was funny. It smelled funny. It's, oh, see, see how it all goes together. Oh boy, that was a stretch. Okay, that so yeah, tonight we uh, Com- t- comedies and idioms, comedians. And so what I concentrated on was like kind of like stand up comedians, mm-hmm. not like actors. Yeah, because that's yeah. Now mo- almost all stand up comedians eventually were in at least a part of a movie, but. Mm-hmm. So we're not really doing funny actors. We're doing legit comedians. And then tonight, it seemed like there was enough. We're just doing dudes. Mm-hmm. And then oh, yeah. on a future episode, we'll do women. So what do you call a female? I think a comedian. No, that's what a, that's what we're doing. We're doing comedians. There's, we're doing comedians. <laughs> it's kind of it like spelled different. Yeah, comedian. I think. Yeah, it's kind of like actor and actress. They're all actors. Right. But then an actress is an actress. And I think they're all comedians, but if it's a female, I think there's comedian. Yeah, I mean I know is it just a different inflection? Oh, I don't I don't know. You know, I haven't looked that I didn't look that up. They I don't just know. they just changed the emphasis. I don't know. Put the somebody, emphasis on a different part of the word. I guess I could Google somebody let us know. I don't know. Huh. Well, anyway. So yeah. anyway Yeah, I, I got I got several sound clips. I have to tell you that the humor in the 70s was damn funny. There's some funny, funny people. And why was it so funny in the 70s, Mr. Wheeler? Because it was the greatest decade known to man! And it was a funny, funny decade. It was a funny decade. So uh, so funny. It was so funny. so, So while researching this episode... Before I really thought about it, I was like, you know, back in the day, in the 70s... yeah. You know, we didn't have YouTube and social media and right. but, 300 channels. And I was like, well, how did we How did we even know about all these comedians? Johnny Carson. Well, and then... In but, the Midnight Special. Well, but then it dawned on me, albums. Oh, yeah. Cheech and Chong made Pe- albums. People yeah. had albums. Well, and all, almost all of them had yeah. albums at that time. And yeah. I'd kind of forgotten that until I was... Now, I don't think I ever owned a 
comedic album. Uh, Seems like all of my buddies either had Cheech and Chong or uh, um, yeah. George Carlin. George Carlin. Um, there may have been a George Carlin floating around. Because yeah. where where did I hear the seven what? seven words you can't say? Seven on TV? dirty words. Yeah. Where where would we have heard that? Would that have been HBO or would that have been on an album? Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually, he got to do it on HBO because it was cable. But before that, it was just. It must have, somebody I know know must have had the album. Had to have the album, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, the seventies. If you're a if you if you're a youngin, uh, that's where we got a lot of our comedy. But yeah, but then the the late night. We're really back in the seventies. It was literally just the Tonight Show. But he was famous for having comedians on. Oh yeah, Johnny Carson, and then uh, Midnight Special, uh, different variety shows. You know, everybody there was must have been eight hundred variety shows, and we do have an episode on variety shows. Uh, yeah, you guys go back and listen to that. But and then HBO, and I guess HBO did start up in the seventies because uh, uh, a lot of these guys were on HBO. Yeah, but once you hit, once you got on Johnny Carson, though, you, you know, you knew you're you're you were going somewhere, especially if he called you over to come sit down. Well, and then host a, uh, lo- a lot of these guys ended oh, up hosting. David Brenner, yeah, he hosted a lot. And yeah, Don Rickles. I'll never forget the episode where Don Rickles broke his his cigar box. Or Johnny's box. Do you remember that one? I remember the story. I don't think I saw the episode. Oh my gosh! So he was sitting there, and he was. So Johnny Carson had this little box on his desk. Yeah, and it it was a little wooden box had a lid. It was. It probably had cigarettes in it. It cigarettes, yeah, because he smoked cigarettes. And back then they smoked on TV. No big deal. In the beginning, yeah, Yeah, and drank. Yeah, I remember uh, Uh, Dean Dean Martin. Dean Martin. Oh yeah, I love Dean Martin. Love, love me some Dean. So anyway, so one night Don Rickles is on there. And uh, he was hosting. He was hosting, guest hosting, and he broke the broke the dang lid. Wow. He's like, ah, oh, everybody's like, ah. Oh. And, and apparently, nobody told Johnny because the next night he was on a show. I mean, Johnny was on, and he was talking something. He messed with it, and it came off in his hand. And he's either he didn't really know, or he acted really good. I don't think Johnny could act that good. He was pissed. He goes, "What did Rickles do?" He's like, "What happened here?" And they're like, oh, so "Something, something." You know, somebody off camera said something. He's like, "Rickles did that." Well, they were showing, uh, they were, Don Rickles was t- uh, taping his show in another studio. So they all get up and they go and they crash his studio and he's giving him a hard time for breaking his pencil box, uh, cigarette box. It's hilarious. You got to watch it. Google Aww. it. Google it. It's all over the place. Anyway, funny stuff. YouTube. Search it on YouTube. YouTube. Thank God for YouTube. Yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't a huge tonight show fan so oh. i didn't watch it every night no, we did and i didn't realize that at at one point for a long period johnny didn't do monday nights that's right he had a host every monday night because he just wanted to do four nights yeah so uh so anyway yeah so the tonight show had a lot of uh sit-in hosts so i guess let's just get after it like who's your number one comedian of the 70s oh, man or do you um, have one yeah because I, I knew you're gonna ask me because you always ask me. Yeah. Um, we got to inflect our own personal. I would have to say, you know, I'm looking at my list, and, and I didn't I didn't get sound bites on very – I mean, I got about a dozen, and there's so many. Oh, yeah. Um, I would have to say in the 70s, uh, George Carlin. Yeah, hands down for yeah. me, George Carlin. The yeah. way I, it was close between him and Richard Pryor. I was going to say, Richard Pryor it was my second as well, but I – I don't know. I just I look at me. I've got blue faded blue jeans on, sneakers, t-shirt, you know, scruffy fay. I mean, that was that was 
George Carlin. You look I like mean, George Carlin. I look like George Carlin. Sort of. You know. So here, so let's we'll we'll hop into George Carlin. Uh, born George Dennis Patrick Carlin uh, from Manhattan, New York. Uh, and I didn't realize until I did a little research. He started out as a respectable comedian. Not talking. Not saying dirty words. Had wore a suit. Had his hair cut. Clean shaven. Um, for all through the '60s, he was kind of like a clean, oh really, a clean cut comedian. Yeah, uh, like I think the first times that he performed on the Tonight Show, he was kind of clean cut and all that. So, was he on there before Johnny? Uh, I don't think so, because there was other people before. Johnny. Yeah, Johnny was like the third. Yeah, he well, he might have been. I mean, it was late '60s, I think, when he probably was on there the first time, and then somewhere in the '70s. Uh, is when he changed to his uh, the style that we know him now. That gummit. Or knew him. Are you not getting it to... Yeah, no, I got him, and I had him all queued up to the exact spot that I wanted, uh-huh. and they started back over. Oh, bummer. Yeah. I don't know if that's a YouTube thing or a... Uh, because you got to be careful with George Carlin. Uh, yeah. Did you ever think about the arithmetic? planet has been here four and a half billion years. We've been here, what, 100,000, maybe 200,000? And we've only been engaged in heavy industry for a little this over one, this 200 my years. 200 years yeah, versus four and a half billion. And we have the conceit to think that somehow we're a threat, that somehow we're going to put in jeopardy this beautiful little blue-green ball that's just a-floating around the sun. The planet has been through a lot worse than us. Been through all kinds of things worse than us. Been through earthquakes, volcanoes, plate tectonics, continental drift, solar flares, sunspots, magnetic storms, <laughs> magnetic reversal of the poles, hundreds of thousands of years of bombardment by comets and asteroids and meteors. There you worldwide go. He's talking about plastic, basically. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was uh, highly intelligent as well. Uh, started out in the uh, United States Air Force. Did you know oh, that? Really? Yeah. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. He was in the Air Force. He was a radar technician, uh, was a very bad one. So they moved him out of that. <laughs> uh, they moved him into, I believe, a disc jockey. Um, there you go. Or maybe they kicked him out. I, I think they might have might have kicked him. He got like, like six reprimands or something when he was in the Air Force. So anyway, they... I don't know how you say it, but they it, it wasn't like a dishonorable discharge. But I think they like said, yeah, maybe you got to go go do something else. Go home. So that's <laughs> so yeah. So he left the air force and got into a radio and became a disc jockey. Oh. And then that's kind of where he. Yeah, you want your radar guy to do good because yeah. Like, yeah, is that a flock of seagulls or is that a Russian MIG coming at us? You know, yeah, and not the flock of seagulls from the seventies, but a different <laughs> different flock of seagulls. Were the flock of seagulls in the seventies? Oh yeah, well late. Uh, 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 I guess they could have been. Yeah, probably early eighties. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's go back on we the digress. subject. Um, so anyway, so he was. Uh, yeah, and then somewhere right after he became a DJ and then kind of got into the um, comedian stuff, uh, after a while, then he started letting his hair grow and basically changed his entire image. That's probably when he started smoking the marijuana. Yeah, I think he was heavy into that. <laughs> uh, and so so originally he started out what they call conventional comedy, and he basically ended up being what we now know as black comedy or a um see a, a confrontational anti-establishment comedy that would be him yes yeah richard pryor was the same yeah 
Yeah, so early in the 70s, he uh, came up with a well-known routine, seven words you can never say on television. Are we going to say them? No. How about the, how, can, isn't there like a clean version? Do you got the seven words in front of you? No. I didn't know. I didn't even, uh-uh. Like. And I can't even remember. I mean, I remember. Poop. Pee. Well, uh, it's hard. Sex. <laughs> uh, you, uh, yeah, I don't remember them all. Uh, anyway, uh, well, Keith, you can look them up. I don't. Well, I don't think I could. There's a couple of them you can't. Yeah, there. Yeah, there's no getting around. Say, yeah, we. I don't think we want to make this explicit. <laughs> no. Um, and so it's a family show. Uh, on July 21st, 1972, Carlin was arrested What? after performing this routine in Milwaukee at the Summerfest, and he was charged with violating obscenity laws. Um, so anyway, that uh, he kind of started the whole kind of bucking. I don't know that he did. I think Lenny Bruce probably started a little bit earlier, kind of doing some outrageous things. But uh, Carlin definitely... Uh, made it go all the. I think what did he make one of the cases go to the Supreme, Co- Supreme Court? It actually um, the FCC got involved and uh, yeah, they. Uh, I'm trying to find them here. Stupid internet. Yeah. So anyway, so his career took off. He was doing a lot of stuff. He was doing albums and things like that, making appearances all through the early '70s. And then I didn't realize. Uh, around 1976, he he disappeared. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I didn't remember he was gone. I just remembered that he came back. Yeah, for like, about five years, he rarely did any stand up, and uh, basically the only times you'd see him was on an HBO special or uh, some other you know different specials. Okay, let me see if I can clean these up. Oh, you got them there. Poop, pee, sex, f- female part. Yeah. Uh, male part. Yeah. Lollipop. <laughs> yeah. Mom, sex, and boobs. <laughs> yeah, the mom. Yeah, the mom sex. Er, <laughs> the mom. The mom sex. Er. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm sure you've all. I'm sure you've all heard these. Words. Oh, they've all heard them. I mean, yeah. The list. I'm no. I know they've heard the words, but. Yeah, the list. Yeah. yeah, and he could fire him off, man. He he was, oh, yeah. uh, and then he expanded on it. He added some later. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was like a ten, fifteen minute routine oh, or yeah. longer. Uh, it'd be kind of funny to listen to the whole thing, not on the podcast, but uh, <laughs> in the privacy of our own home. So uh, anyway, five years he was kind of out of the public eye as far as stand up and stuff like that. Well, it was due to his heart; he was having heart attacks. Oh, was he? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. Not, yeah, I'm not taking real good care. I didn't either until I started researching this. So that's why he was gone uh, from about 76 to the early 80s because he was, uh, other than, you know, uh, HBO things. He had his first two HBO specials aired in 1977 and 1978. But he had three heart attacks before that. Huh. That was why he uh, was kind of huh. out of there. Um, he did 14 stand-up comedy specials for HBO uh, over basically the lifespan of his career. Um, and then uh, what I I think I learned, I don't know, I don't know if it, last week's episode maybe? 75? Yeah, that he was the first 
host of Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about, that, but but he didn't do anything. Yeah, and he refused. I don't know if he ref- he asked to not be in any of the skits, and so to this day, he's the only host that didn't participate in the skits. Yeah, I meant to look that up when I got home last week. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. So yeah, so first episode, 1975. Uh, he was kind of back on TV. Um, his first HBO special was called It's Bad For Ya. And it was filmed less than four months before his, uh, oh, that, his final HBO special. It was That was filmed four months before his death. Oh. Uh, cardiac arrest. 2008. Yeah. So over his career uh, in the 70s, in 1976, he was in uh, Car Wash. <laughs> he wouldn't have ended a whole lot. Yeah, just a taxi driver. Yeah. But he was in it. Working at the car wash. Yeah. In 79? I don't remember this movie. America Phone? Oh. Cars no seem to stop coming. Yeah, it was a movie about a telethon or something. America Phone. Yeah, I don't know. So those were his two movies in the 70s. But then throughout the 70s, uh, made several appearances and wrote for The Flip Wilson Show, The Mike Douglas Show. Uh, he made guest appearance on Welcome Back, Cotter in 1978. Welcome back. And then hosted episodes 1 and 183, uh, 75 and 84 of Saturday Night Live. Hmm. Interesting. He and his uh, wife, he's only got one kid, Kelly, born in 63. Oh, she's our age. Yeah. Oh, you should have looked her up. Yeah, so anyway, his uh, basically his demise was all that smoking, um, mm, yeah. cardiac, uh, cardiovascular problems over three decades, three heart attacks, um, and then heart failure in 2005. And then I guess he, uh, in 2004, he entered drug rehab for treatment of addictions of alcohol and Vicodin. So mm. um, all that led to his death on June 22, 2008 in Santa Monica. At the age of seventy-one, he's pretty. You know, he's pretty good for having all those heart attacks. That's, yeah, you know, for doing all those drugs, for all that drinking, all that smoking, three heart attacks. I think seventy-one's pretty good. Yeah, because yeah. I'm sure he didn't eat great either. Yeah, and I'm sure he didn't exercise. <laughs> Although he was just, yeah, he was kind of a scrawny guy. Yeah, uh, in accordance with his wishes, his body was cremated. The ashes were scattered in front of various nightclubs. He played in New York City and over Spofford Lake in Chesterfield, New Hampshire, where he attended summer camp as an adolescent. Aww. So that is George Carr. Yeah, a lot of lists that I found for 70s rated him number one or number yeah. two, funniest yeah. or best comedian. Yeah, 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 I'd have to agree. Yeah, and then we move on to, I think, basically you could flip between him uh, and uh, Richard Franklin Lennox Thomas Pryor. What are these guys hell these long names for? <laughs> See, the movie would have been over for me. He's talking about Exorcist. It would have been over if I'd have walked in the house and heard. <laughs> that would have been it. <laughs> Wouldn't have had to go no further. Brother. <laughs> right, with all the extras. No, no, no. Brothers exercise the devil every day, though, with two words. Be cool. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, it took me a little bit to find uh, content-appropriate stuff on some of these comedians. Yeah, and, and there's some of his album titles. If we, I'm going to, if I get to some of them, it's going to be N-word. We're not going to, I'm not going to go with the, the other word. I'll go with the N-word. 
um, which he got away with back in the seventies. You could you could name well, yeah. your album the N word, and nobody. Well, people had thicker skin back then and didn't get. There was no such thing as politically correct <sighs> in the seventies. I can assure you of that. No. So yeah. he was born in Peoria, Illinois, nineteen forty. Um, he began his 70s career as a writer for Sanford and Son, Flip Wilson, and uh, 1973, the Lily Tomlin special, for which he shared an Emmy Award. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so he basically kind of got into television, um, made several appearances on, sh- uh, oh, some films. 1972, he was in Lady Sings the Blues. Yep. Yeah, that's where he kind of got the, uh, the bug for... Um I saw a documentary on him the other day. It's pretty interesting. Talk about when he <laughs> when he accidentally set himself on fire. Why'd I don't, I, I don't, why, why did I laugh? That wasn't funny. I don't think that was accidentally. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Well, it was. I don't. I don't know if it was on purpose, but it was kind of like. Well, the the news report said he. I mean, we. I was going to get to that at the end, but um, according to what I read, he doused himself with um, rum, one hundred and fifty one proof rum, and set yeah. himself on fire. So, yes, but reports at the time said yeah. that he uh, he was freebasing cocaine and it exploded. But. Yeah. yeah, because he talks about, as soon as he did that, he's like, what the heck did I just do? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I laughing? That's not funny. Well, he made it funny. It <laughs> he did, sad. Uh, yeah. he, he did joke about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like when you see a little kid on a video fall. Yeah. <laughs> See, now you're laughing even harder. You know the kid didn't get hurt. Well, you hope. So, yeah. So he made several, several movies throughout the 70s. Here's the ones that I kind of remember. Um, 74 was Uptown Saturday Night. 76 was Car Wash. 76 was Silver Streak. That was a good movie. Yeah, him and Gene Wilder, they did did a couple together. That was a good movie. A lot of their stuff was ad-lib, believe it or not. 77, Grease Lightning. 77, Which Way Is Up. 78, Blue Collar, and 78, I'd kind of forgotten he was in The Wiz. Yep, he was the... As The Wiz. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'd kind of forgotten. That's a movie I probably need to see again. Really? I actually went into the movie theater and saw that. Oh, really? Yep. He's on down. He's, He's on, on down, down the road. road. Michael. And Nip- was Nipsey Russell in that? I believe Nipsey was the uh, Tin Man, I think. Uh, one of them characters, yeah. Maybe not. He was one of them. I'm it seems sure. like he was one of them. Yeah. So anyway, uh, prior huge career. Uh, let's see. He signed with the comedy-oriented independent record label Laugh L A F F in 1970, 71. Uh, he recorded a second album, and two years later, relatively unknown, appeared on the documentary What's Tax. What's so, Tax? Yeah, I don't know what that. A Watts, maybe Watts Tax. Like, because from the Watts. Oh, the Town Watts? I think or so. The, or Maybe the Borough so. Watts? Yeah. That's a borough, right? I think so. Um, his third breakthrough album, That N-Word's Crazy. And he used the N-Word. Um, 1974, released through Laugh. So so his big his career a lot, and I think where we probably heard him, was he was putting out a lot of comedy albums. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and he was on Car Wash with George Carlin. Yeah. And then I think that album uh, was a commercial and critical success and won him a Grammy Award for Best Comedy Album at the 1975 Grammy Awards. Do they even have, I don't even think they have comedy, that category anymore in the Grammys. Do oh, you? I don't know. If they do, they probably don't show it. 
Yeah. I don't well, who's making a comedy album anymore? I was going to say, yeah, everybody just goes straight to YouTube or, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah. So, I mean, good enough that it won a Grammy. Uh, 1976, he released Bicentennial Inward and uh, continued his streak of success with that album. I think it went gold. And uh, just kind of continued on with that. Did uh, all those movies, uh, performed several times with Lily Tomlin. Uh, and then this, so I didn't know this. Here was some, it seems like I learned something new every episode. Good. He co-wrote Blazing Saddles. Did not know that. I did not know that either. I never remember seeing his name in the credits. It says he co-wrote Blazing Saddles. Oh, be dang. Yeah. Well, no wonder it's so dang funny. There you go. Uh, Pryor was to play the lead role of Bart, but the film's production studio would not insure him, and Mel Brooks chose Cleavon Little. Clavon, 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 Clavon. So that would have been another Wilder prior movie. Yeah. And so yeah, that would have been funny. He would have been funny. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Why wouldn't they insure him? Is they afraid I, he's going to light himself on I, fire? I, I, yeah, I think so. I think, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, because if he, halfway through the movie, if he offs himself, then you got to start all over again, or just. But that was in 1974, so I don't know. Maybe they knew. Yeah, that was way before. Maybe he they knew himself. things. Yeah, maybe they knew things behind the scene. I don't know. Huh. Uh, he was about to start filming Mel Brooks' History of the World Part One. Now this is in 1981. He was going to be in that movie, but he was replaced at the last minute with Gregory Hines. Huh. And then he was originally considered for the role of Billy Ray Valentine. On Trading Places in 1983. Oh, he would have been good at that. And was replaced with Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Uh, yeah, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. He could have done it. Oh, he could have done it. Oh, yeah, yeah he could have done it. Yeah. So, and I don't know if the replacement was maybe everybody knew he had things going on. Yeah, he had offset. He, he had issues. Yeah. So, anyway, so he could have, yeah, he would have had a heck of a, a uh, portfolio there of movies had he. A large filmography. That's right. Um, in 1975, he was a guest host of the first season of Saturday Night Live and the first black person to host the show. What are we doing? Richard Pryor. He would go on and he had his own, which I don't remember. Do you remember the Richard Pryor show? Uh-huh. It re premiered on NBC, NBC in 1977. Yep. I don't really remember. It didn't last long. Uh, and there's probably a reason. I hate to... Canceled after only four episodes. Yeah, it was very short. Uh, the audiences did not respond well to the show's controversial subject matter, and Pryor was unwilling to alter his material for the network censors. That'll kill your career pretty fast. Yeah, if you're going to be on TV, you're going to have to... Yeah. Now, here's another thing that I didn't realize. In 1979, at the height of his success, he made a visit to Africa... Yep. Upon returning, he said he would never use the N-word in his stand-up comedy routine again. Yep. I, I didn't know that. that. I saw that in that. Yeah. Interesting. In that documentary I saw. Uh, well, here's probably why they didn't insure him. Uh, in no well, no, that would have been 74. Um, in, 19, in November 77, after many years of heavy smoking and drinking, that was when he uh, had his first mild heart attack at the age of 37. So these comedians, they're rough on their, themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, 78, he was arrested for drunk driving, for which he was sentenced to five months in jail. That's when he started taking the big tumble. 
Yeah. And then that led to, of course, June of 1980. It says Pryor poured 151 proof rum all over himself and lit himself on fire. Los Angeles police reported he was burned by an explosion while freebasing cocaine, which I guess was not true. Pryor claimed his injuries were caused by burning rum. While ablaze, he ran down the street in Los, uh, near his Los Angeles home until being subdued by police. He was taken to the hospital where he was treated for second, third-degree burns and covered over half of his body. He spent six weeks in recovery. I remember that. That was big news. That yeah. was huge. You could see you could yeah. his scars yeah. for a while. Yeah, that's uh, that's rough. Uh, December tenth, two thousand five, nine days after his sixty fifth birthday, he suffered a third heart attack in Los Angeles. Taken to the hospital where they attempted to resuscitate him, and uh, he well, died. In the meantime, he can, he became he had uh, was it cerebral multiple palsy? multiple sclerosis. Multiple sclerosis I think. Yeah. yeah, 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 and he went downhill fast from yeah. that. So yeah, so yeah, when you're not taking care of yourself and a disease hits you, it Makes it probably twice, three times as bad. Yeah. So uh, married seven times. Woohoo! There's hope for me. But only to five different women. Woohoo! There's still hope for <laughs> there me. There you go. Uh, he had seven children. Why would you marry the same woman twice? Well, he did it twice. Twice. Right? Or may, well, maybe he married one of them three times. I don't know. Oh my God! You gotta be a glutton. I don't know. Um, had seven kids with all with with six of the women. So uh, large family. Yeah. That's the Richard Pryor. Funny guy. Uh, so those two, Carlin and Pryor, I remember hugely in the 70s. It's yeah. like if, if, you know, if we had a sleepover and, you know, you're trying to do something kind of risky. Yeah, you'd a little, listen to, a little blue. Yeah, you'd listen to one of those albums after, like at midnight after the parents went to sleep. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to uh, uh, pick them up, lay them down here, brother. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Oh, time-wise? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I just went into depth with a couple of sure, them. Sure, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The two heavy hitters. Yeah. So, yeah, so, the rest of them, uh, that's, that's the deal. The rest of them, I, we well, flow through. So, so what, who else do you have on your list over oh, there for oh. the greats of, of the 70s? Well, these guys are right behind. Listen. Who is it? <laughs> it's me, Dave, man. Open up. I got the stuff. Now, these guys definitely had albums. Who is it? <laughs> it's Dave, man. Will you open Dave, up? Man. I got the stuff with me. Who? Dave, man. Open up. Dave? Yeah, Dave. Come on, man. Open up. I think the cops Dave's coming. Dave's not here. <laughs> yeah. They did that bit in uh, one of the movies. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah. Oh, my God. Those guys are hilarious. Yeah. They, uh, movie in the 70s was Up in Smoke in 78. Their albums were Cheech and Chong in 71. Um, they had Cheech and Chong's wedding album in 74, Sleeping Beauty 76, Up in Smoke in 78. So um, they were definitely, uh, and then in 73, they had Los Cochinos. And it was uh, Best Comedy Recording in the 16th Annual Grammy Awards. So uh, definitely grew up with Cheech and Chong movies and uh, comedy albums in the 70s. Uh, I've got a guy named uh, Stephen Glenn Martin, born in Waco, Texas. Uh, big, big in the seventies. Not only for his movies, but uh, started out in the mid seventies. 
uh, on The Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson. He was on The Gong Show. He was on some HBO specials, The Muppet Show, Saturday Night Live, where he gained a lot of fame. That's where I remember Steve Martin. Yeah. How come I didn't get any of him on? Oh, I don't know. Because I, w- I watched a whole bunch of them. I guess I forgot to save them. Okay, yeah. So Steve Martin, uh, he is top. I don't know. I don't know who's got the record right now. Either he or Baldwin have the most hosting appearances on Saturday Night Live. But uh, back in the day, uh, he did King Tut, which became literally a big uh, top ten uh, song. He uh, was one of the uh, Fest Drunk Brothers. Oh. Too wild and crazy Too guys. Too wild and crazy guys. Yeah. Let me do kinked up for you. Nineteen seventy-nine. Funky. His um his uh his known gesture was the quotes. He would always kind of scrunch his shoulders and do the quotes. Yeah, that was kind of his his deal. Um, let's see again. I think fifth somewhere. I don't I don't know where it's at now, but fifteen to seventeen different times he's hosted uh, SNL. Uh, his big uh, comedy album, Excuse Me. Yeah. Oh, that was one of his big catchphrases. Yeah, his, that's probably his biggest catchphrase. Um, the album, I think, was Let's Get Small, 77. Then he came out with A Wild and Crazy Guy in 78. And that led, I think, to the skit. There you go. This was, one, this was, this was like literally one of my favorites. We used to do this all the time. Yeah. Popular and unique art galleries. Of course, they pretended not to notice our bulges. Back on Mark and bulges. So get off my back. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. That was a joke. Now I will show you how to speak to the faxes. 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 Let's get it out. <laughs> Let's get it out. <laughs> Y'all, they were terrible. Terrible. I like the way they yeah they shuffle. shuffled around the room. <laughs> yeah, they, were, they were the Czech from Czechoslovakia. Yeah, yeah the funny. Playboys. Funny stuff. Too wild on a crazy guy. I guess I should have got him playing that. Yeah. Um, again, uh, King Tut, big, big uh, hit, uh, 78. Um, then he started getting into films. He was in uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, where he sang the oh, Beatles' Maxwell Silver Hammer. Yeah, he was a dentist. Uh, yeah, in 79, uh, he was a huge film, The Jerk. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, uh, I didn't really, I guess I, I kind of knew, but I didn't know. In the Almost all through the late 70s and early 80s, he dated uh, Bernadette, Bernadette Peters. Oh, they really did date? Yeah, but they never got married, but they were in a heavy relationship. So. I always had the pots for her. She, yeah. There's something about her. He was also in uh, Little Shop of Horse. Well, yeah, and Pennies from Heaven. Oh, I think yeah. those were maybe later than the seventies. Oh so. yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So Steve Martin, big, uh, big comedian, comedian, uh, growing up in the seventies, especially because of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. 
Who else you got over there? Oh, I got several. Okay. Who you want to hear? Uh, how about Andy Kaufman? I don't. I don't have any Andy, but I'll look him up real quick. Okay. Well, I, so Andy, uh, born 1949 in New York. I couldn't get everybody. There's just not enough. Time. Yeah, there, yeah. That's why I say that's why we're only doing dudes tonight because uh, there was enough dudes. Um, he had that squeaky, meek, high pitched voice that he he uh, created that character. Um, which kind of everything kind of blossomed from that. Uh, thank you. Think of it a much. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Lotka on the show? Taxi? Yeah. What the heck is he saying there? Now he's an odd duck. He was an odd duck. Yeah. I mean, in reality. And I'd like to uh, branch out. Well, you know, I don't know what I found here. Okay. Um, I guess they called it the his Foreign Man Act, uh, which he was doing as part of his comedy routine. Uh, made it to the first season of Saturday Night Live. And uh, he. do you remember when he did Mighty Mouse? Uh-huh. The Mighty Mouse number. He did that uh, in it's 75. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and he just basically stood there. And then he would do the Elvis impressions. Yeah. He was pretty good at Elvis. Yeah. Actually. Um, he used the foreign man character in the nightclubs throughout the 70s. Um, Remember we got into wrestling? Then he got into wrestling. <laughs> now, that was in the 80s, so I don't have a whole lot of the wrestling. Right, right. But uh, So come to find out, let's, we'll go into it real quick. You know, he, you know, he was saying how it was fake and the wrestlers, so they slammed him and hurt his neck, and then he wore the neck brace for And it was a big controversy there for, I guess, like – Maybe just ten years ago, they finally admit they finally admitted that it was all fake, that they were good friends. But oh, for, really? for decades, they, it was a they, running. They, yeah, they they let, they let everybody think that it was there was a real feud, and he was really hurt, and but it was all all a gag. Um, so I mean, there's because so he many, hit him pretty hard. I remember. Yeah, he slapped oh, yeah. him upside the head. Oh and, yeah, and and I think that that was real. Yeah, yeah. I think just, he really hit him. Oh yeah, I think he you know he just took it so. Um, another one of his characters, remember Tony Clifton? He would kind of, I can't, he was kind of like suave. I'm Tony Clifton. I don't remember him. Uh, kind of a weird character. Uh, <laughs> they were all weird with Tony, well, with Andy Kaufman. And he wanted Tony Clifton to be written into Taxi, and I don't think they would do it, or or they wrote him out or something. But that was, uh, Tony Clifton was another one of his characters. Um, Let's see. So one night, he did a show in April of 79. He was performing at New York's Carnegie Hall. He invited his grandmother to watch the show. Speaking of grandmother, um, he was he invited his grandmother to watch the show in a chair on the stage. And so he did his whole routine. And at the end of the show, she stood up, took off her mask, and revealed it was comedian... Robin Williams in disguise the whole time. Oh, how funny. And then afterwards, uh, or I, I don't know, during one of his shows or that show, uh, elderly lady pretended to have a heart attack and die on stage, at which point he reappeared on stage wearing a Native American headdress and performed a dance over her body, reviving her. <laughs> um, and then he invited the entire audience in 24 buses and took him out for milk and cookies. And then he invited them all to meet him at the Staten Island Ferry the next morning where the show continued. One thing you need in life and to make, make you happy. Lotka was a great and character. Friends. Off a taxi. Yeah. Now, did, 
his his girlfriend from the show did she go on and have her own sitcom and was he on it Lotka had a girlfriend on taxi oh yeah the, I don't remember kind of the she was like the foreign little foreign girl that wasn't Carol yeah. Carol Kane well I don't think it was Carol King but Kane Kane yeah, yeah yeah I think so yeah yeah okay I remember yeah did she but I don't for some weird reason I, it seems like maybe she went on to have a show but maybe not I could be wrong you guys yell at the Yell at the phone. Tell me, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm right. I don't know. So anyway, yeah, he was kind of a weird dude. Um, Saturday Night Live. Uh, he was actually on the dating game in 1978 as he was in character as the foreign man and uh, cried when the bachelorette chose bachelorette number one, protesting that he had answered all the questions correctly. Oh, so I remember that. He took things like to the extreme uh, at times. Uh, he ended up in 83 with a cough, uh, went to the, uh, hospital, <coughs> found out that he had large cell carcinoma, an extreme rare type of lung cancer. And so died at a very young age of 35. Oh. Um, yeah. So anyway, how about, how about this guy? Now this guy cracked me up. This, this is on the Dean Martin show. Excuse me. Are you? Okay, have you ever been in Schenectady? <laughs> no, I never was in Schenectady. Neither was I. It must have been a couple of other <laughs> Foster Brooks. Foster Brooks. I still have a feeling I've seen your face. <laughs> that shit was so oh, that no, stuff was so funny. Right so say so he always did he always play a drunk? Always. always. always I, a drunk? I never saw him out of character. I don't yeah. think I think it was all just an act. Oh yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember him doing anything other than a drunk. Now Dean Martin was probably drunk. Oh yeah. But. I just dropped in for a little drink to settle my nerves before I go to work. work. What kind of work do you listen? What, what what sort of work do you do? I'm an airline <laughs> <laughs> They don't do comedy like this anymore. No, no, they don't. <laughs> he goes on to ask him, "Hey, you got the job?" He's like, "I got fired from being a bus driver." Ah, <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, Foster Brooks. Here's one. Let's see if you had this guy on your list, Charles Elmer Rip Taylor Jr. Oh no, I don't. Rip Taylor. Do you remember? Do you remember Rip? Oh yeah. Had the mustache and oh, the yeah. and the. Uh, he just toupee. recently died. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. 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 He uh, flamboyant personality. Always came out with uh, confetti. Uh-huh. He was on pretty much every show, comedy show. Uh, and then I had forgotten until I started doing some research. He was on the dang Sid and Marty Croft Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. Yep. I didn't. I had forgotten that he was on there. Yep. Um, he uh, was on Hollywood Squares all the time to tell the truth. The Gong Show uh, substituted for Charles Nelson Riley, who who's another comedian. Oh, yeah. um, Taylor was also a regular on the Brady Bunch Hour. Playing the role of uh, the neighbor, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, yeah. So Rip Taylor, uh, kind of one of the guys I remember. Um, Red Fox. I got Red Fox. Got Red Fox. Red Fox was a big, did a lot of stand-up comedy in the 70s. Money, no. I said no. No, I want my money. I said, I said no. Now get out of here. Is this uh, Sanford and Son? Yeah. His real name's Sanford. Here. Never this. Like this here comes, before. here comes. Oh, this is the worst one I ever had, son. Oh, it's the worst one. This is a big one. It's a big I'm one. Dying. 
Uh, I used to watch that all the time, too, after school, I remember. Oh, yeah. Great show. Yeah. Yeah, his real name is Sanford, his last name. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't. For some reason, they didn't have it on his info. They have him as Red with a double D and Fox with a double X. Yeah, John Elroy Sanford. Uh, yeah, so, uh, but he, he did a lot of stand-up comedy other than just Sanford. He's oh. most known for Sanford and Son, but uh, he used to be on Captain Tennille's show. Uh-huh. Um, he had the Red Fox Comedy Hour from 77 to 78. And then he had an HBO on location special in '78 as well. Huh. So how about this? How about this cat here? He's one of my favorites. Said, oh. The other night, my night, I felt like having a few drinks over to the bartender. I said, "Surprise me!" He showed me a naked picture. <clears> of my no wife. respect. No respect. You missed it. He showed me a naked picture of my wife. There you go. Well, I tell you, last week was a rough week for me. I broke up my psychiatrist too last week. He told me I'm going crazy. I said to him, if you don't mind, like a second opinion. He said, all right, you're ugly, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was one of the Johnny Carson uh, videos. He was on Johnny quite a bit. A lot. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned him earlier, David Brenner um, uh-huh. from Philadelphia, born in 1936. He was on uh, The Tonight Show. He, he basically became kind of part-time host at one point. Uh-huh. Made 158 appearances. Rally. The most... The most frequent guest on The Tonight Show at 158. Yep. He co-hosted for Johnny Carson 75 times between 75 and 84, placing him fifth on the list of Carson's most frequent guest hosts. He was ranked number 53 on Comedy Central's Presents, 100 Greatest Stand-Up Comedians of All Time. Um he did t- talk shows, blah, 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 wrote five books, starred in four HBO specials. He died March of 2014 at the age of 78 due to pancreatic cancer. I didn't know he's that old. Yeah, 78. Huh. I think he kind of disappeared from the limelight f- towards the end of his... Must have. Yeah, but he was, yeah, he was big time there. He was as famous oh. as Johnny Carson. Oh, yeah. What about this guy? Remember this cat? I do uh, remember Robert Klein. Hang on, I need to, I need to bump this up here real quick because uh, I don't want to sit through this whole thing. He gets right in there somehow. Life insurance. Life insurance is not love. I'm sorry. As far as I'm concerned, like life insurance. I'll bet you twenty dollars a month till you die that you don't die. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood that. That's life insurance. Why? Why? Anyway, that's another story. Uh, gonna throw this one in real quick. Didn't know if I should, but I'm going to. Uh, Will, William Henry Cosby Jr. Oh, I forgot about Bill, aka Bill Cosby. Um, he was a stand-up comedian. Had a lot of uh, albums as well. He was. Do you remember oh. his comedy routine about pregnancy and your wife having a baby, and him down at the end of the table with a ball glove on, getting ready, ready to catch the baby? Oh no, I don't. Not in particular, no. Yeah. So, so anyway, but he's you know most well known for the Cosby Show, and but he he also wrote, uh, starred in, and did voices for Fat Albert uh, in hey, 1972. Yeah. Yep. Um, but anyway, we know how his career ended, which is not real happy. But in the 70s. He was. Uh, well, his career hadn't ended. It's just taking a turn. Yeah, he's still alive. That's true. Yeah. He's gonna. He'll get out. He'll be funny again. Uh, yeah. The people will forgive him. They always. They always forgive. That's gonna happen. Always forgive. So anyway, Bill Cosby, uh, big in the seventies, um, and then just you know all the late night guys: Jay Leno, David Letterman, Johnny Carson. 
those guys all, were all comedians in the 70s. Oh, yeah. You know, had all different uh, things. And then the, the old guys, uh, George Burns and Bob Hope, uh, uh, Bob look. Newhart, they were still Jack, Flip Wilson. Jack Benny. Yeah, they were all still cruising. Um, who was I just? Red Skelton. I remember Red Skelton <sighs> in the 70s. Yeah, I forgot about Red. Yeah, Red was, uh, he seems like he was just on, you know, different shows, but uh, I always, I guess I always loved his name. And I remember him from the very early 70s. Oh, yeah. He uh, was being a kid. And, and he was super clean funny. Yeah, he was family. He was 50s, 60s funny. Yeah. Uh, not outrageous. Kind of, the, I guess you'd consider him old school. Old school. Comedy. Yeah. Um, about, Albert Brooks. What about this guy? This is uh, Rich Little at the Kurt Douglas uh, roast. You know, Dean Martin had those roasts every week. Uh-huh. Now, look, this is funny. He's, uh, so he does Burt Lancaster. Hang on. In 1960, Kurt made one of his most successful motion pictures. So this is Burt Lancaster. Now, this is the picture with Tony Curtis. Out of those now famous words. I love you, Spartacus. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Rich Little doing Burt Lancaster talking about Tony Curtis roasting Kurt Douglas. How did I not get Rich Little on my list? I'd kind of, until you brought that up. Yeah, Rich Little was there because he was impressionist. He was like the best impressionist oh, in the 70s. It seemed he could like. do Johnny Carson better than Johnny Carson. Yeah. Golly. It was funny watching him. He'd get on the Johnny Carson show, sit on that couch, and he would, he'd just have Johnny Carson roll it because he, you know, he sounded just like him and his mannerisms. Oh, yeah, he could do so many people. I guess he's still alive, too, actually. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, so I don't have any information on him. Yeah. I don't know how I missed Rich a little. Wow. Oh. Um, Jackie Gleason, uh, you know, a lot of movie, but uh, also a stand-up comedian, did a lot of comedy. Uh-huh. Uh, George Burns, uh, like I said earlier, he did a lot of uh, comedy, was in the uh, Oh God movies oh, with... Yeah. Uh, John Denver, but I uh, love George Burns. Have that cigar. He'd be on stage. Yeah, skinny dude always, up there. Always had a cigar. cigar. Yeah, there is a. Uh, I'm looking for a clip that somehow I didn't get saved. Uh, Jonathan Winters. Remember that cat? Jonathan Winters. I'm trying trying to remember. Oh, you don't remember Jonathan Winters? Oh yeah, yeah. No, oh, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Oh here, here this. Oh, he was so funny. Uh, let me catch up here. Well, I'm fine. I uh, picked up a little uh, green, uh, went to uh, Chicago. Yeah, Exciting, you know, Chicago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> here, three people are out here to bum off their relatives. And <laughs> he was just off-the-cuff stuff. I was trying to think of what. Was, was, he, was he a regular on a show? Sneak in there once in a while, but... No, I went in to do a job. As a matter of fact, talking about carpeting, it was for some carpeting unit. Uh, there, I've spent the money now, so there's no sense in giving them the full credit. <laughs> you know, I noticed the other day that I think these Johnny Carson shows are now a podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, you can listen to all the old episodes as a podcast now. I know they sell them on Time Life DVDs late at night if you want to listen we talked about yeah, you, you were not a comedian in the 70s if you weren't on The Tonight Show. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was just no way you were going to make it. 
There was a uh, oh two. I got to get to two twenty real quick. Hang on. Oh, oh, we already missed it. Sure, I remember most of them. And uh, there are a lot of them I don't. Of course, I remember. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what he was. It seemed like he was on something too, though, some show. But I can't remember. People are throwing their devices on the ground, stomping yeah, on them. Yeah, he was in. Yeah, yeah, you idiot! Don't you remember? Yeah, no, I don't. My mind is gone. Jerry, um, Jerry Seinfeld was big in the seventies. Yep, Jerry Seinfeld making his way up. Uh, like I said a minute ago, Richard Lewis was making his way up. So um, I always got Richard Lewis, Robert Klein, and uh, David Brenner kind of mixed up. Yeah. They were all the kind of that same New York big note, yeah, not big, kind of big note, yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, did we talk about Flip Wilson? Uh, I, I, you know, I was talking old school. We didn't like go into detail on him at all, but yeah, Flip Wilson, especially the early seventies, had his own show. Um, remember, his, remember Geraldine? Oh yeah, yeah. That and that's what's funny is comedians that are really good. All in the seventies seemed like they had a character. And when they would go to that character, you know, it was like their signature. Yeah. And you're sure looking good. I'm married. 1971, talking to Muhammad Ali. Is she here with you? No, she's not here. She's kind of a cute female. Oh, well, yeah. You can't win them all. <laughs> win some, lose some. You know, you look a lot like Killer. You got that big, that big husky thing. Killer used to be a 1971. Fighter, yeah, they called him Sweet Chariot because he was always swinging low. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my. That was a little, uh, oh, poor Muhammad. A little risque. A little risque for the seven days. Okay, are we out of time? Yeah. God, this show flew, I tell you. We spent half the show with George Collin and Richard well, Pryor. Well, those two, yeah, they were they were the they were comedy in the seventies. I mean, they were the anchors. Yeah, the so. anchors of the seventies. If we miss somebody, just that just blaring, you guys let us know or let us yeah. know who you're. And a lot of my list was who I remembered, who mm-hmm. who we listened to, mm-hmm. and the albums that we listened to. So if you guys, uh, if there were other comedians that we maybe don't even know about or we've forgotten or didn't mention, and not so much funny actors right but we're, we were kind of after comedians that did stand up and and stuff like that so uh, let us know five. like who would like who would be a funny actor that we wouldn't consider well gene wilder because right gene wilder was big in the 70s but oh, sure. he wasn't like a comedian he was just a funny actor right, right. yeah so he's not on any of my list yeah so so people like gene wilder were not that wasn't on our list so yeah and so and it won't necessarily be next week but here in a couple of weeks we'll do uh stand-up comedians female female because there's just as many female as there was dudes yeah there's a bunch yeah cool yeah five eight zero five four one three eight zero five let yep. us know go to itunes leave us a uh message a rating subscribe to the podcast we appreciate all you guys and continue to uh, send buzz at buzzheadmedia.com send us ideas on your shows hit us up on social media all that we greatly 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 appreciate you guys checking in filing these in every the, week filing these in the old episodes you ought to see all the piles of notes I have you should see my online <laughs> pile of notes I have yeah. uh, okay thanks I, guys guess we're gonna get out of here cheerleader see ya see ya